issues, community information, and lots of opinions. Time now for John Bozica. Here on 1480 WHBC. John Bozica, 1480 WHBC. Good afternoon to all of you. Normally I say good morning. This time it's good afternoon, just to be a little bit different, which is something that I'm not used to saying, but here's that opportunity, so seize the day. Thank you for the reminder of that, J.D. Um, We'll go to the phone line now and uh, bring in our final guest of the morning. That is Corey Miner-Smith, former Canton City Councilwoman, also author of the book Driven, and uh, also a motivational speaker, a mental health advocate, so many different hats that Corey wears. And we're going to talk to her about Simone Biles, the situation taking place at the Olympics right now. Corey, how are you this morning? Good afternoon, John. He said you would say morning. <laughs> I did. I did, Good didn't afternoon. I? Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to join you. It's a pleasure to have you on. I can't help myself. I'm so used to saying morning that my brain is not used to adjusting to the afternoon just yet. It's, it's great. Okay. To, it's great to have you on the show. Great to be talking to you about this. We've been trying to have this discussion about mental health and athletes for a while, and this really just presented itself in the last 48 hours. And this is obviously such a tough situation for Simone to be going through. I guess I wanted to get your general thoughts on it as a whole. I applaud Simone Biles. Uh, she has shown tremendous strength. She's the epitome of strength and confidence. And more importantly, she has support, support for her decision to put herself first, which is not selfish at all. And her team had the opportunity to step up and the United States has won the silver in gymnastics. So I'm very proud of them and the world should be proud of them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I think when it comes to mental health and, and athletes, sometimes we we view these athletes as being superheroes, that there's nothing wrong with them. But that's that's oftentimes why the mental health ends up playing such an issue, doesn't it, Corey? Absolutely. And it's interesting that you say superheroes, because I thought this morning about heroes and uh, like uh, He-Man and she right? We see these physique, the, their physiques, their their uh, bodies being in total um, muscular form, and they're at the top of their game in each of the sports that they may play. They're elite performers, but at the end of the day, the bottom line, they're all human, just the same. So it's important as a part of their physical health and as much as they put in the time, nutrition, working out, training, that they also include their mental health, which is a part of our overall well-being. And in the words of B.B. Moore Campbell, you know, just this is still July, B.B. Moore Campbell National Minority Mental Health Awareness Month, but she encouraged people to have a checkup from the neck up. So when you go for your physical exams, include your brain, which controls the function of your whole body. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I, I, I just feel like people lose sight of it so much because it's not it's not something that you can see. It's not something that is a, a, a seen thing by those who are on the outside. It's why someone can be having a panic attack and it can seem like there's nothing wrong with them. And, you know, we don't know what Simone is actually feeling on the inside and what she's actually going through. And there's nothing harder than trying to perform for billions of people watching than when you aren't feeling right, Corey. Yes, absolutely. And if we just think about it in terms of Simone Manuel, she has now expressed all that she has gone through, putting her body through tremendous trauma to ultimately win the bronze in the four by hundred women's swim race. But Simone Manuel also 
was diagnosed with overtraining syndrome, something that she had never even heard of. But it wasn't until her body crashed that she recognized the symptoms that she was already experiencing prior to. That's what caused her to uh, place ninth, and she didn't even make the initial team. Um, so it's important for us to recognize the symptoms that we are experiencing and not be ashamed of them. There's an organization called Mental Health America where there's free assessments that are available, but their promotion is or campaign is before stage four. Don't wait till you're in crisis, whether that's a mental health crisis or a physical crisis where your body is manifest, manifesting the stress that you may put on it. Well, and, and, and I think the thing that, that people don't realize is that what's happening here, I think people think of OCD and they think of it as only being when someone washes their hands a lot. But the idea of wanting to train until you reach perfection, that's that's a form of OCD, isn't it? Well, I'm not a, a medical doctor or a mental health professional in that regard to diagnose, um, but it is important for anyone to um, continue to have assessments. And if there are behaviors that you're exhibiting, it could be something that is a medical diagnosis for a disorder and treatable, of course. So it's important if you're noticing things like that, even with your children, you know, they're lining up their shoes, they're rewriting their letters over and over to the point that it's indenting the page and even the desk underneath. These are things that teachers notice, parents may notice, and any other caregiver. It doesn't mean that something is wrong with your child, but you can have him or her evaluated as a part of their physical exams and have things treated early on. Be proactive. It doesn't mean that your child, you know, will ultimately be subject to the most severe symptoms of severe mental health disorders. Corey Miner Smith is my guest this morning. We're discussing mental health and the topic of Simone Biles and everything going on with the situation over in Tokyo. As Corey Miner Smith is a mental health advocate and an author and the former city councilwoman here in Canton. Um, you mentioned seeing those things at a young age, Corey, and and. You know, I, I, I think back to when I was a kid and, and I used to do some of the things that you mentioned and, and I've been diagnosed with something now myself that's in the mental health field. But, you know, when it comes to noticing those things as a kid, you don't you don't really understand those things, do you? And, and, and someone like Simone, even though she's had all this attention for her athletics, sometimes that portion of things goes unnoticed when they just worry about our physical health, don't they? Yeah, it can go unnoticed, especially when people are only focused on winning, not necessarily caring about the physical impact, the mental impact that it has on that individual, the stress of it all. She literally said she felt the weight of the world. And we also heard Michael uh, Phelps chime in. He felt that pressure as well. And unfortunately, it, it can lead to people um, drinking to have those symptoms subside or uh, drugs. And, we, you know, we've heard criticism against Shakari Richardson. And dealing with her grief, she chose and she held herself accountable for using marijuana to deal with that. But we criticize, but we don't want to see the signs that people are showing. They may express it and it's being ignored. So ultimately, people have to be ready to do what Simone did, to do what Naomi Osako did, which is to stand up for yourself and take a step back in Simone Biles' words. Well, it's it's because when they're athletes, we never we never think they have weaknesses, do we? Right. That's that 
that's that uh, super superhuman or uh, syndrome, if you will. But I mean, just think of different players throughout time. My early, my earliest research include Lionel Eldridge. He was a defensive back for Vince Lombardi's legendary Green Bay Packers in the '60s. In the '70s, he was diagnosed with schizophrenia. He started showing signs in the '30s, and unfortunately, he spent two and a half years homeless and on the streets, even lost his Super Bowl ring in addition to his family, his home, and other things. And then, you know, fast forward to more recent time, we've heard about Delonte West, former NBA player. Sometimes, unfortunately, people deny their own symptoms, which I've read has been the case with Delonte. But he has now welcomed the help of Mark Cuban and others who have helped him to get off of the streets and uh, have a more productive life, job training, and live in a higher quality of life. And ultimately, that's what we want. And as Herschel Walker, Heisman Trophy winner, former NFL player, he was diagnosed with uh, personality disorder, and he wrote about it in his book, Breaking Free, My Life with Dissociative Identity Disorder. And what he said during an interview with ESPN, he feels that his greatest achievement of his life will be telling the world his truth. So while we may focus on, again, the wins, the medals, the rewards, the championships, individuals have their own lives that at the end of the day, they'll ultimately retire for whatever reason. And they have to live with the impact of all of that stress throughout their lives. Like uh, recently, Rod Benson uh, chimed in regarding Kyrie Irving. He's played overseas, but it wasn't until retirement that he found the significance of mental health. And so I'm encouraging people, don't wait until you're in retirement. Be proactive now. You know, those little stressors each day mount up, the good stress and the bad stress. So take the time to use the resources that are available so that you can be a total person showing up each day fully prepared to get through your day your work responsibilities your family responsibilities and first and foremost your personal self-care responsibilities well and these athletes Corey, have to be told that what they do when they make these decisions is okay don't they Yes, and that's why it's great for them to speak out. Like Damar DeRozan, he did a tweet 3 a.m. in the morning talking about how his depression hurt him. But ultimately, it created a safe space and influenced others to be more open about their mental health challenges or issues or concerns. Like Kevin Love, who now openly talks about his depression and anxiety and even has a a nonprofit organization. Um, It's helping to set the stage and create a space for a larger conversation. And it's helping employers know employers want the work done, right? Where your employees are not going to be able to do the work if they're not fully there as 100% their person each day. So it's important for employers to have the resources available for their employees so that they're not ashamed and know that it's okay, like Doc Rivers did for Keon Dooling, knowing it's okay to get treatment, to be hospitalized if necessary, to ultimately deal with your issues so that you're able to show up in this world in whatever role you are playing each day. Well, and and the last thing I wanted to ask you about is Corey Miner-Smith is my guest this morning, talking about mental health, mental health advocacy, and, and about what's happened with Simone Biles. Last thing I wanted to ask you is this, Corey, is that, you know, we we see these situations, we hear about these situations, but I think one of the reasons why we're still stuck in these situations is because sports are oftentimes very macho, and then not just that, but sports oftentimes athletes are told to just shrug things off, 
you know, just yeah. rub some dirt on it, do this, do that, act like nothing is wrong. And that's a very toxic behavior, isn't it? Yes, and it creates a very toxic toxic environment again in the workplace in schools in organizations um, in sports and that's why it's important for from the top down you know from the front office to the field to the ring to the swimming pool that our players our employees know that it's okay not to be okay and that there are resources available because ultimately you want them to end that sport i.e. retire with their whole selves physical and mental selves and not to deteriorate to the point of not being any good for themselves and their families in their personal lives. So in the words of uh, Simone Biles, it is okay to take a step back. I encourage people to just stop, just stop, self-assess the situation, evaluate where you are in that situation at the time, calculate your next steps, and take action. And in this case, Simone Biles, even today, has pulled out of another final. And that's okay because she, as she said, was going to take things day by day. And I encourage people, whoever is dealing with troubles or issues in their lives or just not feeling okay. I mean, we're coming out of a pandemic, but we may go back. I mean, the CDC has just said that those who are vaccinated need to start wearing masks again. We don't know how to feel. We don't know what to believe, you know. So it's important for us to take a step back, self-assess, evaluate, calculate your next steps, and take action, the action that's best for you and your family. Corey Miner-Smith, I so appreciate the time this morning. Fantastic stuff as always, and uh, I know we'll do this again in the future. Thank you, John. It's always a pleasure to join you. I truly appreciate the invitation. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.